0: Welcome to Dish of the Day with Eartha Kitten and Delta Van Dam. Today, we'll be serving up a big plate of hot takes on whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Oh, I just now got the photo that you sent. Him.
1: Yeah, they had like these cold brew things and I was like, this seems interesting. But then I remember what cold brew does to me. So I'm like, i just kidding. Yeah. Cold brew is so strong the last and only time that I had it, I was literally like.
0: <laughs> I got like shake and shake. Last year I got like a pumpkin spice cold brew with like vanilla cream or something, and I'm like, ooh, this is decadent. I'm treating myself. And I got it and it tasted like ash. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what what is the point of fucking cold brew?
1: I don't know. I think it's just a stronger iced coffee. I think that's what it is, but also it is so strong. And I got like Starbucks has that pumpkin cream. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that pumpkin cream cold brew or pumpkin whatever. That's what I got last year. Yeah. That's the only one that I've had, and I was just like, literally like that scene in Jurassic Park where she's holding the Jello and just shaking. <laughs> I'm the Jello.
0: <laughs> it's like just get iced coffee. You don't I have to get iced coffee with a sign of hatred.
1: I, it wasn't even hatred. I was just like, I don't want to be this energized anymore. <laughs> You're just trapped in your own high. Like, I don't want to be here in Omega. Sad. I have so much energy, but I don't want to move.
0: It's like that weed
1: paranoia, but like <sighs> way more high speed. Yeah, that was. It was just an experience because I was like, when is am I ever going to stop shaking? <laughs> And I had a show that night. That was the first night I ever did Easy, So I was like, this has got to end. I have to perform. Make it stop. And so like, I look back at the video and I'm like, you can't tell because I think my nerves calmed me down. Because I was just like, it's a very like slow moving number. But I was afraid. I was like... All oh, these feathers are gonna fall out of this book and the minute I open it because I was just like ah. <laughs> shake and they just flutter mm-hmm. away. It's like that was part of the act, right? I totally do this in the first part. I don't dump them at the big crescendo of music. That would be stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to Dish of the Day. We're back! Finally. We we took a longer break than expected, but uh not that much longer. Not not too much longer. We're we're kind of on schedule here.
1: No, our podcast network didn't have to send us an email or anything. <laughs>
0: nope, not at all. That didn't happen. <laughs> Shout out to Plain and Ant Podcast Network. Thanks for checking in on us. They were very sweet.
1: We're like, you could we totally understand if you need a break, but we had like said we were gonna record this weekend and then Thursday they were like, We see you haven't recorded in a while. We're like ah uh, yes <laughs> we we are fixing that uh, trust us we're fixing that we uh we realized that we lied in our devil's food cake episode but we're back we're here hey man shit happens we still don't have B-dubs money and we are still what depressed yeah uh
0: B-dubs but with, call us
1: yeah but with like you know a summer sweet tea
0: depressed ooh yeah yeah yeah, so that's our appetizer. Well, that's not our appetizer. I'm sorry. I'm tired, and I haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to our appetizer. We're coming to our appetizer, the appetizer is being delivered to our table, and we have to awkwardly interact with the waiter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes,
1: and when they take the appetizer away, we make that sad dad joke of like, "Oh
0: God, we hated it. Couldn't couldn't even
1: <laughs> stand the taste. It was awful." <laughs>
0: This is an immersive dish of the day experience. So, yeah, we're back. Finally, we'll be recording regularly. Yeah. What do you want to rant about today? I'm just going to say
1: three simple sentences because the state of the world is making me upset. But particularly this part, teaching is not free childcare. And the reason you want free child care is because you think child care, real child care, is overpriced. And I'm going to tell you that childcare workers don't make enough for you to complain about the price of child care. Good day.
0: Yes. Amen. Mini rant. Love it. My rant is similar. Um, treat your technical theater people well. <laughs> Who would have thought such a concept, right? I mean,
1: we could do a whole episode about treating technical theater people well. But
0: yes, I agree. Yeah. Now, yeah, I worked in, in technical theater this summer when I said I was going to take a break. And this is just a, another lesson of, like, don't overpromise yourself, Delta. But here we are. Yeah. And it was a nightmare. Tech people get treated awfully. And we have to deal with the backlash of anything that goes wrong on stage. Pay hey, theater people. Especially technical theater people way more and treat them way better than what you do.
1: Yeah. Pay attention to their names in the programs if you're just someone who's like a spectator of theater. Yes. As a technical theater person who has sabotaged a performance before because I was mad as an actor. Don't fuck with the tech people. No, really don't. Because we will team up against you. We like, will make your show crash and burn. And that's me talking as like a former stage manager, stage manager at heart. I'm like, oh, don't think I won't team up with people and fuck your shit up mm-hmm. in ways that nobody will know except you, me, and the theater people involved.
0: Yep.
1: We are the mobsters of the theater world. Don't fuck with us. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I walked out of another show because of the first show how badly I got treated, so. Yeah, I remember. Good luck with that. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's all I had to say, because, uh, wow, that was fucked, man. Yeah. Cleaning up glass and doing first aid. And having an audience yell at you, like, no, don't! Yeah, don't do it! And I'm like, shut the fuck up, all of you. I'll start throwing glass. How about that? <laughs> yeah,
1: take this big I'll chunk. I'll cut my own hands and throw glass at you so you can see if this is fun. Yep
0: ay ay ay. Rant. Only <laughs> partially over. And... <laughs> oh, and I told Eartha, I had to fucking rewire a whole light board Oh, that's right! You did! By myself. And if you've never done a light board, or you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, it's fucking complicated. Trust me. Especially when you don't have a map of, like, where all the lights are plugged in. And what channels they're plugged into. And what kind of lights they even are. And nobody knows. Also, they're chained to the ceiling. And I can't get them down. So, yeah. Technical theater. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) I respect anyone who does lights. I respect most people that do sound. But a lot of sound guys are assholes. Yes, just a little. I work with them, and I have a very love-hate relationship with a lot of sound guys. Lighting people, some of the best people I know, because they're, like, most of the lighting people I know are, like, some dude in a moppy haircut with glasses who wears cargo shorts. Oh, my God, you just described, yeah.
0: Yeah. Every light guy
1: I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll tell you after, but, nope, every light guy that I know has been that way, and I'm just, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if, or they have, like, a mohawk and they wear like baggy pants with like the black on black converse but they're good at their jobs and they're like this is all i want to do i don't want to do anything else for whatever reason sound guys that i deal with usually have like a ponytail and are a little bit on the bigger side and think that they know everything and it's you can't tell them that they don't because they're like well i work in sound
0: have fun with that honey (laughs) cool man like and like
1: yeah yep sound people sound designers they're just like i have a little bit of extra knowledge because i can hear well i'm like well, good for fucking you good for your ears good for fucking you you tell me when you know this whole script by heart and can step in for any actor and you have to know all the lighting and sound cues by heart by the end of the show then i will respect you a little bit more then i will let you say that you're you know the knowledgeable one in this situation but until then until you have to have as much attention to detail as the stage manager does please leave me alone a fucking man
0: yeah yeah if you're not a theater person find the technical people after the show they're the ones wearing all black and looking haggard and distressed and just shake their (laughs) hand or something
1: scared of what the next day is going to bring yes If you're looking for the stage manager, you won't find them because they're running around doing 50 other things. Cleaning up the stage afterward, probably. I remember when I stage managed my first, like, big show, my mom... I was talking to her on the phone and she was like, she's like, I can't wait to see it. Like, I want to see like, cause she was used to me like kind of directing stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I can't wait to see it. I want to like, I want to see all the direction you've done. And I'm like, well, mom, you won't be able. I'm like, I didn't direct this. I'm stage managing. So if you see like the lights come on and stuff, I told someone to do that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, she's like, it's still, she's like, well, you still get your name up in lights. I'm like,
0: Not no. really.' I was
1: like. And I think it's on my, like, Facebook, but I was like, no, mom, stage managers don't get their names up there, but we do get our name in the program, and my sweet, sweet mom was like, she's like, well, that's fine, but it should be in big, bold letters. Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: we get no recognition, man.
1: For the amount of work that stage managers do, and I remember stage managing as a student, and I just know that, like, that level of work as a student is the same amount of work that, like, professional stage managers do, and it's... So much, I could not believe. I look back and I'm like, I cannot believe I did that much work at 18 years old. Like that is insane, but
0: yeah. But I love it. Gotta love it. Treat us what better, and I'll love it more.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, rant over. The appetizer plate is empty. They're awkwardly picking it up. We're making our dad joke. Uh (laughs) We're moving on to the main entree. (laughs) Bonsoir. Oh, is that how you say it? No. No? <laughs> we're going to pretend it is. Mm-hmm. Funk it. Summer. We had lots of high hopes. We had a lot of expectations. We see how they turned out. Everybody knows. But.
1: Everybody knows where we are in the world. Yeah. And just, yeah, remembering, like, oh, my God, everybody's going to get vaccinated. And we're going to be at... Herd immunity by the end of the summer, or even October, and we might have a Halloween. And now it's just like,
0: nope, I'm what happened
1: to that? I'm just probably gonna put on my Catwoman costume and take a bunch of thirst traps in my hallway again, just be like, this is Halloween, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I might invite some friends over and be like, I'm not doing anything spooky. We will watch weird, corny children's uh, Halloween movies because those are the ones that I like. And that's Halloween this year.
0: Oh, yeah. We're going to have a bonfire and an outdoor projector and we're watching Over the Garden Wall with like five people. And that's going to be my Halloween and I'm super angry about it yeah i don't even care about halloween as much as other people do
1: but i was like kind of excited for this year because i'm like this would be a nice year to be able to like go hard for halloween and now i'm just like everybody want to come over and watch dark shadows <laughs> i'll make some uh, i'll make some no-bake cookies yeah but
0: yeah summer was uh Well, let's start off. What did we think we were going to do? I definitely thought I was going to be able to perform at least once.
1: I thought I was going to be able to perform. And, you know, to be fair, I did perform twice outside. um, But I definitely thought it was going to be more. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to travel at least one more time. And I technically did. I took a road trip with one of my best friends. um, But that was an adventure and a half. (laughs) And I was just like... Like, we had a really good time. Uh, We did, like, a little Midwest road trip. So we went to Chicago, Indiana, and then Ohio. And it was nice. We had some really good food. But I just remember I was thinking that I was going to travel more. I was thinking that I was going to have more beach days, I think. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to go swimming a lot more because I didn't go last year. And... Yeah, that did not happen. No. Yeah, that happened because I can't trust anyone.
0: No, yeah, I thought... I did travel a little bit Mm -hmm. with vaccinated people, and it was okay. Um, Definitely thought I would be able to perform at least once. That didn't happen because I got in an argument with a producer over some bullshit, and then I'm out of the show uh, by my own choice, but it's still frustrating. And then say their
1: names. (laughs) I can't. I have receipts. You don't have to say their names, but I think you can tell, like, the gist of what happened. Yeah, so I got... Because that's also part of our summer thoughts. It's like, maybe people will be better because of what happened last summer.
0: No. Yeah, the thought process is maybe burlesque will be better this year. Because we all learned a lot of lessons about racism and burlesque. And, you know not having all white people on a cast and when one of your performers emails you and says hey I'm concerned about the lineup of this cast I'm gonna drop out cause I'm not cool with it but maybe you should change it your response should not be well one of the performers I have seems to be Asian so it's all cool Excuse me, what? And then also, and if you drop out because you're not comfortable with the lineup, then I'm not going to give your spot to a person of color. I'm just going to do your song myself because I've exhausted my resources, which her resources consisted of the Internet, the whole Internet, because it was a virtual show. And I'm just like, ah, yes, we've learned nothing. You are not... Able to be reasoned with. I'm going to shut my mouth now, and I'm just not going to talk to you ever again. I don't even know this person personally, but I'm just like, this is stupid. <laughs> you're stupid.
1: <laughs> I laugh because there's a clip from The Real Housewives of Atlanta where Nene leaks. I don't. I forget who she's talking to, but she says to this girl, she's like, you're stupid. You're not a smart person. <laughs> Yeah, And it's like Mimi's being mean in that situation But that has been running on a loop through my head <laughs> so much Especially the last like month or so Where I'll see somebody say something Or hear them say something And I just think You are not smart
0: <laughs> A fucking man
1: oh, Yeah well you know I had my fair share of having to call out racism In local burlesque That was a joy and a oh, thrill God. And the highlight of my summer You know, I think it was mostly frustrating that it happened two days after Juneteenth. I was like, really? Yeah, this is what we're doing right now. (laughs) This is what you're doing right now when we just got done celebrating black people for a whole entire weekend and you're going to come at me with this bullshit. So, I mean, I will not name names because I'm trying not to give her a platform, but I got into an argument with this person who was um, putting on an event. And they had an all-white lineup of local performers who I all who I know personally, mm. and so I commented on the face not the Facebook the Instagram post that they posted like putting the word out about the event, and I was like, you know, for a blankety blank Detroit event, this looks. This lineup is pretty fucking white. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. There's one thing I'm sick of is everybody hashtagging their shit with Detroit and there's no black people. Because the Detroit that I know, the Detroit that I grew up in, and the Detroit that I was born in... It's very fucking black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you put Detroit anywhere on any of your shit and you have little to no black people, guess who's going to say something? Mm -hmm. So I did. And that caused a whirlwind of her coming in my inbox and being like, this is what worked for the show. And I couldn't schedule anyone else. And if you show me an impressive black performer in Michigan, I'll hire them that's not my job yeah you didn't hire me as a consultant i just called you out on something and then of course you know as we do i let the entire internet know like hey this bullshit is what's going on in today's world in 2021 on beyonce's internet (laughs) so (laughs) do with this what you will and i don't know i guess a bunch of people got in her inbox i don't really fucking care um but that happened and then I had to take a social media break because I was just like this really broke my heart and yeah. discouraged me because the people that you know I kind of wanted to stick up for me didn't and I was just kind of tired of being gaslit into believing like you're such an important part of the community but well, why am I the one calling this bullshit out mm-hmm. why did all of you say yes and I was the one who had to be like maybe we don't um, you know, and things have happened since then, people have apologized, some people have not, I don't really care anymore, but, like, the biggest thing I took from that is just like, mm. so not only are men stupid, and I can't respect them, but everyone... <laughs>
0: Like, can't trust these hoes. Yeah, yeah, so
1: it's been a summer of calling out racism which can then lead to deep, deep, dark depression. Yeah. Because it was triggering and I was like, this is just bringing
0: me back to last year. I hate this bullshit. Yeah. It's not often I like, black out from rage vicariously. But mm-hmm. like, you sent me those screenshots and I like legitimately don't remember the ten minutes after <laughs> you sending me those screenshots because I was just like my temper went Ooh, and like skyrocketed through my school. <laughs>
1: i you know and i just remember reading them over and over and like you said this person it's not going to go anywhere which is what i eventually had to tell people because they're like need to say names blah blah and i'm like i'll give you their instagram handle but i can promise you this person is in no position in which they want to learn they want to hear any of us they don't care yeah. like they said this If we were in person, they would have said to my face that they were not impressed by me. And that's a reason not to hire anybody else black, which is exactly the problem that we have to face in this fucking burlesque community, quote. um, Is that if one of us does bad, then the rest of us have to suffer. And like that hasn't been the case up until, but then this point it was. And I'm like, why are you only, if you're not impressed by my work, that's fine. But you can't use me as a litmus test and be like, well, I'm just not even going to look into more black people because that's not my aesthetic or that's not what I want for my show. Because that's racist. That's fucking racist. Yeah. You can't do that. And so, yeah, that happened in June and that pretty much crushed my spirit for a good long time. Also, I said this on a friends only post on TikTok, but I'll say it here. I have been booked For six shows this summer, of those shows, two of them have happened. So if you want to talk about somebody who's very discouraged right now and whose hopes for the beginning of the summer have been crushed, it is me. Mm -hmm. I'm having a very hard time with my relationship with Burlesque, which is, I realized recently through the wonders of meditation and crying on my couch, it's like Burlesque was kind of the way that I chose to channel being pretty and being beautiful and putting beautiful stuff in the world and now that that's at a standstill i'm like i guess i go back to crafting Mm -hmm. and i guess i go back to all these things which still make me happy but don't bring i guess as much as the results as burlesque did yeah so that's another way my hopes and dreams have been crushed
0: yeah yeah it was this summer of uh realizing just how much people suck we're well, selfish and yeah. i don't respect them amen we're changing we're changing our uh, theme our motto a bit people mm-hmm. suck and fuck them that's my motto <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, what else this summer travel i would love to travel more if i put on your damn masks get vaccinated come on please <laughs> i'm tired of michigan <sighs> I want to get out, but every time I have gotten out, the two times this summer I have gotten out, it's just like I want to go back. Bring me back to my house. I'm not safe.
1: Yeah, I went. We went to California, and then I didn't go anywhere for a good long while. And then I planned this road trip with my friend that was great and wonderful. And then on said road trip, I found out that before I left home, I was exposed to COVID.
0: <laughs>
1: so, so you know, cut the trip short. Came home and was like, okay. I guess we don't travel anymore because nothing is safe. And again, I can't trust anyone. So that was a whole mess of a situation that I was just like, I'd rather not deal with this. So now I'm just like, okay, I guess I don't travel. And I guess I stay at home. You do what I've been doing for a year straight. You know, I go to the cider mill. I go to the Renaissance Festival. If I get enough money somehow, I, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't. Part of me wants to go to Cedar Point for Halloween weekends. The other part is like, people aren't going to be wearing
0: masks and it's going to be cold and everyone's going to be coughing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We went last year and it wasn't bad. They were enforcing it pretty well. But it still felt like... I don't know when I'm ever going to feel comfortable around people again, to be quite honest. Like, it's just been long enough Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and been so disappointing that I'm just like, this is going to permanently affect like my ability to be around crowds and people, mm-hmm. because like believe me, no one firmly believes in the power of denial more than me. I live in denial all the time, but we can't just sit here and say COVID's not happening anymore. Everything's fine. We can go back to normal. I'm like, no, it's I mean, not. Florida and Atlanta do
1: just yeah, doesn't exist down not
0: there. Not Ten- 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 a thing. Tennessee is number 1 for transmission right now again. And I keep talking to my friends from there and they're like, "Yeah, no, it's bad." It people just say it's not happening here and I'm just like God fucking damn it. Yeah, and it's going to permanently affect my ability to trust people. Yeah. Which was already fucked by an ex. So it's just like Riding the roller coaster down into trusting nobody. Yeah, it's a fun place to go. Yeah. (laughs) To the end of the world. Mm -hmm. It's like, the world is ending
1: and I don't trust anyone. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it's just been noticing how people are selfish and how much they're willing to fight a simple policy to wear a mask indoors. Mm -hmm. Still, even though it's been almost two years of us having to do that, people are still fighting... I don't wanna wear a mask. You're infringing on my rights. I'm not getting tested. I I am also not getting vaccinated. What? But I'll take
0: horseworm medication.
1: You know, and I <sighs> I get why doctors and the government is pretty much starting to be like, you know what? If you have chosen not to get vaccinated up until this point, like, we can't do anything. Fuck it. Go for it. Whatever. You, you, you're going to crowd the hospitals and everyone's going to have to wear masks for the rest of forever to protect your dumb asses. So it's like, yeah, I also don't want COVID. So yeah. I just, so I'm there and I get it. And I wish that an entire collective of higher-ups didn't have to throw up their arms to get people to understand, like, this will kill you. Mm -hmm. And if you let it kill you, it will do it. So maybe don't. And I keep telling people, because I saw a tweet about it, but I keep telling everyone, I'm like, the biggest thing is that there's so many people here yelling about how we should have universal health care and they want free health care. This is the closest thing we're ever going to get to it, is this vaccination. Mm -hmm. Because the fact that all we had to do was show up to a site to get a shot that can save us, that's what free healthcare looks like. Yeah. That's what going to the doctor in other countries is like. You just go, get your stuff taken care of, and it's done. Yeah. That is not going to happen here because capitalism. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to capitalize on how sick we are for the rest of our time here. This is the only time that they're willing to do this for us. So why would you not take advantage of that? Yep. I get it. You don't trust the government. You don't trust the shot. You don't think it's going to save you. You're immunocompromised. I get and I hear all of that. But at the end of the day, it is free. If you get COVID, it is not going to be free. You are Mm -hmm. going to have to come out of so much money. You are going to have to you're going to have long lasting effects on your body. At this point, it's like you don't want to get vaccinated because you think COVID is just a cold and it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't like that argument is the one where I'm like, you have to be joking. This isn't just a cold and it doesn't just go away like that. Because we're vaccinated, it would be just a cold for us. Just like if we got our flu shot and got the flu, it wouldn't take us out of the game. Mm -hmm. This will kill you. It has killed people already. Mm -hmm. So why are we joking about this? Why are we sitting here like, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to get tested regularly and I don't want to get vaccinated. Sweetie,
0: that time is over. Yeah, now it's time to just fucking do it and get over it. Mm -hmm. Like... The conspiracy theorists kill me. Like, if they wanted to... Like, hypothetically, if they made coronavirus as, like, a a money-making scheme, they would be charging, like, $500 a shot. And you wouldn't be able to go anywhere and get a free COVID test. Mm -hmm. Like, they would be charging... So much money if they're trying to like force you to do this shit, and it's like no, we're literally giving it to you for free. Us, the government that doesn't give you anything for free ever. Yeah, like and, yeah,
1: y'all suck. It's like a whole thing because it's what what I I see both sides of the coin, but it's like you see these people who get all hung up in there, and it's like they're like, oh, COVID's a hoax. COVID was created in a lab. I'm going to give you probably the realest piece of news that I can is that if COVID was invented in a lab, you wouldn't be the target that they were trying to kill. Yes. It would be black people in poor ass neighborhoods which is where they did the vaccine rollout the worst so it's like believe me I know how the government is fucking around with this shit which is why I'm the one who's always telling people like I had to tell my family like you don't have to get the test taken up your nose if you don't want to you can go get swapped because they were all like we don't want to get tested I'm like no don't do that and then some of them were questioning the vaccine and me and my dad were like we will not see you if you do not get vaccinated Mm -hmm. like this i get it i get it but if covid was created in a lab and they were using it for evil believe me your little hick ass is not who they would be going after
0: (laughs) nope speaking of it's about that time go take your horse pill (laughs) fucking oklahoma (laughs) They're all the hospitals are full They can't
1: get heart attack patients Because all of you took horse dewormers And you're filling up the hospital with your dumb shit
0: What episode of Jackass are we watching? (laughs) Go take your horse I saw the funniest thing Tractor supply co I don't know if they're a thing up here But it's just like a farm supply store Put up a sign next to their ivermectin stuff and is like, to buy this, you have to show the cashier a picture of you and your horse that you own. And somebody who was trying to get in to get it for coronavirus stuff is like, do horse people even take pictures of themselves with their horses? And all the horse people were like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You fucking nut job. <laughs> do fish people take people take pictures
1: with their fish? Like, do you not have a pet? Do you know what a horse is? <laughs> These are prized animals. They're the fucking insane. queen has horses. The queen has corgis and horses. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, people are going to take pictures with their horses. Yeah.
0: Also, I loved seeing a post where someone was like, does Ivermectin make you shit your pants? Because oh. I shit my pants in a store. And I'm like... Yeah, you're taking a concentrated dose of a neurotoxin that's horse-sized dose. I'm like, it's it's going to make you lose control of a... Uh, a lot of things. Like, yeah. Bowels included, my friend. They're going to
1: have to do like they do with some CVS where they put, like, the deodorant and the condoms behind those, like...
0: Little
1: lockable walls, they're yeah. gonna just put them all in glass cabinets with a lock and you have to ring the bell for somebody to come get it and then you have to show the picture of your horse you have to <laughs> show the picture of your horse sick that needs this deworming medication <laughs> and then you can have it
0: you have to have proof of purchase of
1: a horse <laughs> you have to have a veterinarian sign off like yes their horse needs this deworming yeah <laughs> yeah. God.
0: Not, oh. yeah that was the four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding horse. You know, it's and like... And they're mad because their horses have
1: worms. If <laughs> you did a summer 2021
0: bingo, mm-hmm. that would
1: probably be the one where it's, like, free space. Yeah. <laughs> nope, none of us expected... Read an article about horse dewormer and had to listen to a lot of straight men give opinions about Lil Nas X that I didn't ask about. <laughs> like, I Oh, give a fuck how you feel about this little kid. Let him rap in peace.
0: Leave him alone.
1: He literally had to tweet the other day. He's like, It's 9 a.m., the world is ending, men are making laws against women's bodies, and y'all up here you're arguing with me about pretending to be pregnant with my album.
0: Oh my god, someone posted, like How am I supposed to explain this to my son? And I'm like, You can't explain pregnancy to your child? You have a child and you can't explain how pregnancy <laughs>
1: Every time somebody... You know what I'm going to start doing, honestly, with those people that are like, how do I explain this? Explain Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Explain The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Explain all... Because I'm sure you don't have a problem with your kid watching those movies. And I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, they literally, in this movie said that they're gonna storm this beast castle when he lives alone has not bothered them in over 10 years and they're like nope we gotta kill him cause he doesn't look like us Yeah. guess what else works that way? Cops and racism mm-hmm. so but you don't explain that to your children
0: mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> I can tell you right now the seahorse, the dad and finding Nemo gave birth to that little boy so <laughs> maybe just explain it that way be like you know seahorses have babies if that's the route you wanna go with it
0: it's like people be having babies <laughs> Just Do you guys actually pay attention to the media you consume? Because I saw an argument on Twitter the other day where it was like, Huckleberry Finn just teaches me racism. And I'm like, "Have have you actually read Huckleberry Finn? It's about a child who was told that if you free a slave, you'll go to hell. And then he develops a familial bond with a black person and is like, you know what, if I go to hell for freeing my friend... I'll go to hell. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you pay attention at all to what you're reading or consuming? Or does it just go in one ear and out the other?
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of those books written in those times were written with the best of intentions, but it's always about just, like, some little white kid befriending this, like, older black person. It's like, enough. Mm Mm-hmm enough
0: no that's a valid
1: criticism right i'm like enough okay i read the k i read huckleberry finn Mm uh what was it i think of mice and men is another one that like kind of touches with like racist shit but they still make kids read it in high school Mm -hmm. every time i find out that they're still making kids read the scarlet letter in high school i'm like
0: why why? that story is garbage it's a valid criticism like should we have kids actually reading this still or Mm -hmm. should we just like we maybe get them some modern stories that are not
1: rooted in white saviorism like maybe we make them read stuff where white people are the bad people also because it doesn't always go where it's like the black person is this mysteriously educated person Mm -hmm. who's worldly and can teach them how to fish but also they're ignorant as fuck and they need the white person to save them Mm like maybe we don't need to tell those stories anymore and maybe we don't need to continue pushing the narrative that like women don't deserve rights if they have sex yes but you know. Thanks, Texas. Yeah.
0: No, that that's a valid criticism. Yeah. For sure. But it's it's just like But the, the I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. They're reducing it to it just taught me about racism. It's like, did it
0: did it read? It's like Great Song of the South probably taught you about yes,
1: racism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or they're like, Great Gatsby taught me that I can party and be an asshole and I'm like, Do you not remember that he died at the end? Yeah, and you know what other movie that Leonardo DiCaprio made that was like
1: that? Wolf of Wall Street, and he went to jail. Yeah, (laughs) You can party and be an asshole, but you're going to suffer consequences eventually, whether it's age or the police. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, just evaluate the media you're consuming. That's all I ask. And if you still end up at the point where, like, this is not necessary for us to consume, then yes, cool, but don't just, like... You can be like me and
1: just refuse to read high school books. Yeah. I would like buy them and then I'd be like, I'm not reading this. I think the only one that I read through, I read through at least one year (laughs) out of the seven that we would get assigned. But I, I read completely through, I know I read The Scarlet Letter because I hated it. And I read The Great Gatsby because I actually liked that one when I read it. And then I think I read, I know I read also To Kill a Mockingbird. And I read through all of their eyes were watching God, and yeah. But I did not read through all of mice and of mice and men, and I didn't pay attention when we were talking about it in class. Mm. So when we watched the movie and the end happened, oh, and, no. like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I was in my chair like,
0: this is intense. What yeah. in
1: the hell is this yeah. shit? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We need to change our high school literature for fucking sure. I
1: when my children are in school and they if they come home and tell me that they're reading the scarlet letter i'm going to go up there with my sign Mm -hmm. no (laughs) why are we
0: still doing this? why are we still reading this book you should be reading so many other things there's so many new books out there like we can pick a a better one we can pick a better one you can pick so many good things some of them written by authors that are not white Mm -hmm.
1: stop making children write book reports on ernest hemingway he is probably one of the most boring men to ever live. He kind of sucks, man. No, he does. Yeah. But <laughs> everybody's just like, but it's Hemingway. Who fucking cares? He, he's not that good. No. He's
0: just white. He's just white and he wrote a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Have you read The Old Man and the Sea? The Sun Also Rises is about his dick not working. Oh. Hey.
1: <laughs> I did a thing and I had to read four pages of The Old Man and the Sea and I was like, why am I writing about this man? Yeah. Why couldn't we choose... Honestly, I went to an all-black high school, and it's very interesting. This is way off the topic of summer. But, like, (laughs) I went to an all-black high school, and it's interesting how much white literature they had made us read. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, we don't connect with this. And they kept expecting us to write, like, these detailed reports and stuff. And I'm like, but we don't connect with this. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that as a high schooler. And I was like, at least my other people were trying. I knew. I was like, I'm not going to read this, and I don't want to write a paper on it because I don't, like... Why is this a classic book? Mm-hmm.
0: Cause it's written by a white man. And
1: this is why I grew up going to the library and checking out like seven books at a time. And my parents never understood. They're like, why don't you do better in English? You love to read and write. I like to read and write about the things that I'm interested in. I can tell you right now, I'm not interested in the fucking Canterbury Tales. Nope. Like, I'm not interested in Beowulf. I'm not interested in any of that. Mm-mm. Every time we had to do a sci-fi section, I'm like, well, this is where I fucking fail. Yeah, this good shit. Mean? Unless we're reading... A novelization of Star Trek. I don't want anything to do with mm-hmm, this.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man.
0: Yeah, I got asked to teach high school literature recently, mm-hmm. and I thought really long and hard about it, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Thanks. I mean, that's just another
1: part of the summer being a big fucking flop is that we both ended the summer ready to pull our hair out from work yeah so
0: yeah and even new prospects i'm like employment is suffering i might as well suffer where i'm familiar you know
1: (laughs) it's so weird that so many people are just like nobody wants to work i'm like yeah nobody wants to work in these conditions anymore Mm because people are having to work To live. You see how many people lost their jobs last year, so now they're taking anything that they can get, but they also refuse to work for like $13 an hour, and you're only promising them 25 hours a week.
0: Yeah. Who can live on that? Yeah. Call out (laughs) a a person who offered me a job recently, which I'm not going to call them out because their cause is just, but still, I'm like, pay people.
1: I am not a 17-year-old trying to save up money for a car and that's not to discredit any 17 year old who takes the jobs that they take like Mm -hmm. but at the same time I am a full ass adult who has bills and a home to keep in place and I have to keep the lights on in my place I have to keep my water running all of this shit takes money Mm -hmm. if You know, and you got a lot of nerve asking me if I got reliable transportation when if I do and it somehow goes out, you don't pay me enough to keep it reliable. So so I'll
0: have it for now.
1: Right. It's like if you're going to put that in there, it's like you better be paying enough to pay like where if like one, I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. And if my tire blows out, I don't have to call you for an advance on my check Mm -hmm. to get the shit taken care of. Like, how dare we want basic
0: Right. Yeah, I keep going on. I, I know better than this. I keep going and looking at Facebook comments on, like, unemployment news articles. And it's mm-hmm. people like, time to get off your ass and go get a job. There's so many jobs open. Everybody's hiring. And I'm like, okay, you go take the job for $10 an hour, Skippy. You have fun with that.
1: The best question I have, and it is part of my... Um, It is part of one of my sweet spots, but I'll just say it now. The best question that I've seen about, like, people who like to be like, oh, well, a job is a job and you just need to, like, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all that stuff. And it's bullshit. You're doing it for, it's just for the money anyway. Probably the best thing I heard is recently is someone, there's a TV show that I'm watching and they said, okay, do you do your, would you do your job for free? The person says yes. And then the next question was, but do you? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm. So it's like, if you're not willing to do your job for free, because you know, at the end of the day, you have to take care of stuff. Maybe don't Mm -hmm. push your ideas on other people Mm -hmm. and be like, well, you just, no one wants to work and you're just fucking lazy. People have to weigh the pros and cons of this. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to work until 3 a.m. because I have a kid at home or maybe I want to be able to have some time to myself. That's not selfish. That's, mm-hmm. we're at least deserved of that to have, to be able to take the time out of our work schedule for the things that are important to us. And some places are not offering that right now. They want yeah. you to basically do slavery. They want you to live and breathe that company for pennies. hmm and as someone who used to do that, I'm not going back. And no. I will I will revolt with anyone
0: who's like, I can't do this anymore. You shouldn't. That's one of the things that's come out of coronavirus. And nothing is good that's come out of coronavirus, but... I think people are now like more aware of what they're willing to put up with with mm-hmm. a job because so many of us lost our jobs or like had our jobs drastically change mm-hmm. to where all the things that our bosses said we couldn't do, like work from home, we actually figured out we could do. And now we're like collectively reevaluating like, am I willing to do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer is no. I'm not. There's no reason me, somebody who has a bachelor's degree and is nine hours away from a master's degree, there's the only people calling me back for jobs are like, oh, we pay 13 an hour and you have to work 55 hours a week, but our benefits are shit. Like I'm not gonna put up with it anymore. Yeah. Nobody is. And if your company goes under, then fuck your company. Mm-hmm. Cause you sat down in the meetings before you got your loan to start your business, and you decided to fuck people over. You're like, I'm gonna pay them way less than I know that they need, and that's how my business model is going to operate.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> fuck your company. Uh, yeah. I, you know... I had to walk away from an industry that I had been in for 10 years and I still technically work in that industry, but I'm self-employed mm-hmm. um, because I had garnered 10 years of experience and that didn't mean anything to them because I didn't have a bachelor's degree yeah. or because I wasn't pursuing education. What am I going to learn in a classroom that I haven't learned working here for the last seven years? Yes. So that whole thing where it's like, oh, well, we can't promote you and we can't pay you more because of this. It's bullshit. They have the money, and I've. And listen, I know a lot of people out there would tell you, like, don't discuss your pay rate with your coworkers. Fuck that bullshit. Talk about it because if you find out that somebody is making more than you and it's unjustified, you can go to them and say, tell me now why I'm not making as much money because you have it and you're willing to pay somebody. And I found out that somebody that had got hired maybe like two months after I, like, we opened a new center this person gets hired and they're making three more dollars an hour than me the person who had been there for seven years left and came back and had the largest classroom in that building i was mm-hmm. like that's bullshit let me tell you how this is gonna work i'm gonna go mm-hmm. <laughs> It's it was one of those things i don't know if you've all seen that meme where it's like <laughs> you, you ready to start making some real fucking money because i had said for years i was like i'm not gonna nanny i would miss my coworkers too much i would go crazy i can't just have me and a baby and I looked at my life and I said, no, fuck all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my life to drastically change. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and do the thing that I'm scared of. Yeah. And it was the best decision I've made. I'm a little stressed out at work right now, but that's
0: a different story. <laughs> um Yeah. Well, work is inherently stressful. And I'm all for a society where we work as little as possible. You know, I think
1: that was another thing that happened this summer. I just realized how burnt out in childcare I actually am because it just asks so much. And I'm like, and also... I recently had the epiphany like I've known this forever but I'm like the sooner I get out of childcare the sooner I can actually start to think about like having and starting my own family mm-hmm. which I can't do if I'm in childcare. Nope. I can't I can't even think about that because I won't have time, I won't have like I just childcare is not unless you're running your own center and it's very successful childcare is not a industry in which you can really think about having a family on your own Mm -hmm. if i had a partner it might be a little bit different but i don't and i don't care about that um i want a family regardless of whether i have a partner or not and so but in order for me to do that i have to be able to think like okay but you got to get out of childcare at Mm -hmm. some point so that's where I am. That's another thing that the summer just taught me. It's just like, how long, how much longer do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. How much longer do you want to pretend like you're you're happy with the prospect of not being able to have a family for another five years? I'm not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And nobody respects jobs that involve children. It's like they treat us like, you should just be happy that you have a job.
1: Well, they do that, but then they also want to come back and be like, I don't know how you do this every day. Mm-hmm. Drugs. Yeah drugs and tubs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> misery I'm just i stopped lying to people and I'm just like I'm tired all the time mm-hmm. I'm exhausted and I sit in silence on my couch a lot of times when I go home because yep. people ask me they're like do you just go home and like have like six glasses of wine I'm like no because I gotta get up in the morning but I do like to go home and sit on my couch and do low sensory activity for a couple of hours you just
0: stare at a wall you know I I nap for like an hour when I get home and then I do nothing <laughs>
1: I felt so bad. I had a friend come over and visit last night and I was like, I'm just going to like lay down. Uh, they had called me twice and messaged me and been sitting outside for 10 minutes. And oh, I was like, no. Cause I fell asleep and I just woke up and I thank God I woke up when I did or I was like, probably when I had to leave. But <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like running downstairs. Like, I'm so sorry. I fell asleep. I have to clean up my apartment really quick. Just sit in the living room. I'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know it's bad when you have to preface every hangout with friends and you're like, sorry, I'm exhausted and not much fun right now. I have a horrible job. <laughs> and luckily friends are like, yeah, I don't care. We can just chill. But I think everyone's kind of hitting that
1: point with their work. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, the last person I talked to was just like, I love my job and I've yeah. never been happier. It's so like, they're probably content right now, but that it's like that's the aspect of their life that's not going bad but Mm -hmm. something else is like this however is draining the ever-living shit out of me so we stand in solidarity with literally everyone with a pulse yes unless you're one of those people who doesn't want to get tested regularly wear a mask and not be vaccinated
0: you go take your horse pill (laughs) eat your horse worm jelly you that's what it is it's like apple flavored worm jelly
1: Sorry, sorry deserve, to ruin your day. You deserve all the bad things that are happening to you if you're <laughs> going that route. I don't respect you at all. No. Oh boy.
0: Well, let's try to wrap it up on a positive note. Sweet spot. This fucking hellish ass summer is over, and Whee! it's pumpkin spice season, baby. Hey! I was literally in a session with my therapist the other day, and I mid mid like really important conversation. I'm like, oh shit. Pumpkin Spice is out on Tuesday. (laughs) And we were both like, yeah, Pumpkin Spice bitch. It's Pumpkin Spice.
1: Bigby's bringing back their caramel apple cider. Yeah. I get to snuggle up with my blankets. I'm having to turn on my air conditioner less and less and I can open the windows. Yes. All the horror movies are coming out. All the Halloween decorations are coming out. Hell yeah. We can go get some spooky ass pumpkins. I'm gonna decor the shit out of my little bookshelf. In my. Mm-hmm. I got. I still have fall shit from last year so I'm like oh, I can put this out now. I got my Pumpkin Spice coffee creamer. Yeah, Bigby has this new drink called the chumpkin which is a chai pumpkin latte oh that sounds so good oh listen that's another thing i realized this while i was on my summer road trip i did get some good food but there was this coffee shop that was around the corner from the airbnb we were in Mm -hmm. and they had a dirty like so my best friend caffeine drinks a dirty chai Mm -hmm. and so i was like i'll taste it it was great if you can get a dirty chai with chipotle syrup Mm. that sounds good it was like the right it was like pumpkin but like spice spice mm-hmm. but yeah Bigby has this chumpkin thing that I'm excited to try it's gonna be hoodie season yes. soon enough I
0: get on my sweaters and my sweater dresses I have so many
1: leggings that I can wear I get to dig out I bought those leopard print ugly looking boots that I have yeah. I bought two more pairs and a black pair Hell I am yeah. ready let's get this shit on. it was a hot ass summer melting every fucking day mm-hmm. can't even cry because it's too hot <laughs> it yep. takes too much energy to cry when it's hot
0: so just i'm so ready oh i takes... literally told tyler the other day i'm like we're celebrating october throughout september and october mm-hmm. there is no option here <laughs> there
1: is no end of summer only beginning of fall yeah i didn't even i was like i don't even care I'm ready to deal with my allergies being on fucking high mm-hmm. because I'm outside all the time carving pumpkins and shit. Yep. Like, there was something that was like, it's barely even the end of August and all of you hoes are ready to shove pumpkins up your ass. And somebody, the per- person that I followed, that reshared it was like, yes. And? Yes. You have a problem? You want to fight about it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me enjoy things. So, yes, be on the
1: lookout for our pumpkin spice episode. It'll probably be the first one of October. Mm-hmm. Okay. We should just find a bunch of pumpkin spice shit to try. I mean, people do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we do that, we would have to do like we did with the um, the hot tamale peeps. Yeah, and yeah, And just yeah. go live. Because I'm willing to buy like five or six pumpkin spice things, but I'll tell you what I'm not willing to try. Pumpkin spice chicken wings. Ew. You all have lost your fucking mind. Yeah, it's
0: taking it a bit too far. No. Don't
1: do pumpkin spice chicken wings.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Well... Get ready to enjoy fall, y'all, because it's all we're going to be talking about for at least, like... We'll probably will talk about it in the winter. Be like, remember fall? Fall was great. Fall yeah. was
1: great, because winter has <laughs> been, we'll be like, and we're back to being
0: cranky, crotchety, depressed old lady. Yep.
1: Every crack you hear in the background
0: will be one of our bones. Yep. And we'll be huddled around my fucking, uh... <laughs> we're going to do
1: a sensory... UV ep- light. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a sensory episode. Be like, mm, you smell that? It's muscle balm. Eartha is
0: covered yeah, in I'll it. Yeah, I'll cut that out. Mm-hmm. Ah, well... Y'all enjoy this episode. If we made you hungry, go get some pumpkin spice treats. Yes. our next episode will be out approximately two weeks after this episode. We're back on that bi-monthly train. Yeah. Baby. We would love some voicemails. Please. Yeah. Voicemails Speak would make this
1: so easy. Yes, we have a link to it on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, just be ready for the rebrand if it hasn't already happened yet before this episode has come out. Because tinkering around with some new logos and stuff is going to be real fun. Real fun. Gay. and we're gonna start getting some
0: guests in here yes
1: ASAP. now that we can we can outline these things and we have something to pour our energy to yes we're gonna get guests in here we definitely want to, again, we said in our last episode, if you have a topic that you would like us to discuss, if it's like a restaurant or a type of dish or something, just anything food related, send it to us. We we will do it. We want to we wanna explore the wonders of food. One thing that we got to do recently that was nice was that we went to a restaurant together and we were like, wait a minute, we could talk about this on the podcast because we can like go to restaurants now.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just send us a restaurant and we will go buy a dish and we will review it and if you own a restaurant we will talk about it on our podcast so
1: like you own a hot wing restaurant and would like to sponsor us <coughs> we would like to make hot girls eat wings type yes. merch so hot girls hot wings so yes
0: mm-hmm. a fucking men. well I am Delta I am Eartha this has been dish of the day go grab yourself something to eat <laughs> like to get in contact with dish of the day you can email us at dish of the day podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash dish of the day podcast
1: we are also on instagram at dish of the day podcast and our cover art was made by gabriella Zaracco. you can also follow on instagram at Gabby. that's w-i-n-d-c-r-i-e-s-g-a-b-i
0: been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.